Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Card Life Podcast. I am Tud here with my card wife, Katie. Hi, y'all. And of course, we have Nate and Andrew, as always, co-hosting back with us today. And it's been a busy week in cards. A couple of late uh, late in the week breaking news, so things that have kind of just happened. And we're going to be talking about some of that today. Uh, really excited. But first, of course, we're going to jump into the vibe check. Let's start with Katie. I don't think we've ever started with Katie before. Oh. Just, let's talk about like your week in, in sports cards and, and everything you've been going through. Yeah, so my husband left me to go to a sports card show. That guy's, <laughs> I, like, I hear that guy's crazy. a real dick. Yeah, that, that's Classic my weekend dog. sports cards. No, he he's done <laughs> some really cool things. I I he he's excited and it makes me excited. So, but yeah, he he did leave me for a full weekend. I'll, I guess since since Katie wants to throw me under the bus, I did go to Dallas this weekend. <laughs> Um, had a good time, worked with DCI at the booth, uh, got to walk around, got to meet a lot of people, uh, whether it be from Twitter or from Instagram, which was super awesome uh, to go out and see everybody out there. Uh, as far as pickups go, didn't really get like, I, I feel like I made a lot of good plays. Usually I'm the type of person that jumps into the value boxes and like really goes heavy grabbing some of that. I didn't do a lot of that. Um, I kind of like was following kind of some of the stuff I was saying last week on the podcast when we were talking about like how to kind of approach a card show and how to actually like go through with like, you know, being efficient and being quick. Uh, and obviously with me working it, I kind of ended up uh, just doing a lot of skimming, checking for stuff. I was mostly looking for F1. Um, and I found some good F1 plays, found a couple of things I really wanted, but just couldn't afford and kind of just made a plan. Um, I felt like I made a lot of good deals at trade night. I actually got my biggest uh, F1 card of the weekend at trade night, which was a awesome Pierre Gasly card. What's up, Nate? Uh, was anybody tackled and or tasered at this mm. trade night? So nobody was tackled or tasered that I know of at this trade night. However, there was uh, some people. I heard that there was somebody that was like being looked for that they had caught like stealing at tables. Um, so there was like a notice put out, but I don't know if that person ever got caught or anything. I heard that there was some type of thing going on, but I was kind of too far removed from that. Uh, Freaking Texas. Yeah, it's always something, always something happens, but it was a great weekend. Uh, really excited. Like I said, I mean, I, I feel like I kind of have been beaten, beaten the horse to death, but I've been, you know, picking up F1 stuff a lot and I'm really excited for this coming week. Uh, Drive to Survive comes out and then uh, the last testing before our first race in a week from now. So yes, really the excited. horse is beaten. The horse is very beaten. Nate, let's toss it over to you though. How was your week in sports cards? I also am beating a dead horse. Just the the newest Pokemon set that came out, Brilliant Stars, just continues. Just broken record. Yeah. To, to be, <laughs> it's just continues to be fantastic with me. Uh, in total, through like some trades and some stuff out of pocket, I've opened like seven booster boxes, and booster boxes are thirty six packs. Right. Um, I've pulled three of the two hundred dollar Rainbow Charizards. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, because I I've seen you I've seen you post them multiple times. And I'm in a, plenty yeah, of like, other stuff, but I guess if I have to go sports cards, um, <laughs> just, we're starting to see some products kind of come into the shop at this point. Opening day baseball comes out tomorrow. Well, Wednesday, uh, the ninth, and then Friday <laughs> is Heritage, which mm -hmm. of course they finally get the baseball products rolling as we may or may not have a season mm -hmm. and f1 chrome released today from what i know so i've been seeing some of that even though i don't like the product as much as i do from this last year uh, but just as a fan of of the sport i do enjoy seeing some of the, the official release day should stuff. be tomorrow maybe some of the overseas got it oh but yeah you're right release today, days yeah. are always on the wednesdays ninth. and fridays yeah you're right 
I thought today was the ninth. Yeah, so it will be tomorrow. But I have seen some people opening light boxes already. Uh, so that's, I, I think, why I'm confused. Andy. Yeah, let's toss it over to Andy. Let's point. How do I point to Andy? <laughs> there you go. Um, I continued my run of non-football pickups this week. Uh, yesterday, I believe, I picked up a uh, – well, it came in yesterday. I got a Stephen Ogg. Uh, auto, which is actually from The Walking Dead, which I've actually never watched. Yeah. Uh, the reason I got it was because he was the uh, the actor who played Trevor in the uh, video game Grand Theft Auto Five. So he's awesome. Yeah. Kind of kind of a cool pickup because I don't know if we've touched on it much, but I think video games have a big. I know Fortnite obviously has the big yeah. card market, but I feel like video mm-hmm. games in general. We can no, I see agree. A big uh, opportunity there for products and stuff like that. So. And what what do you got behind you over over your shoulder? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a that's a football pickup. I'm seeing a football that, pickup. It back is. There. Came in today. There you go. A new poster. Intercept very <laughs> three times a day. The Nathan Vasher way. Where where are you? So please tell because I know that those of you guys obviously watching don't know. But Andrew messaged us saying they sent two to you. They did. So is the I, second I opened one? it up and there's two of two of the exact same ones. So I was like. I asked Cora, I was like, can we put this in a different, no. <laughs> yeah, but please tell me you're following Nate's advice of just putting it on the ceiling so that when that, you wake that up. Was yeah. a, that, that was my suggestion. <laughs> you have two like, now, nah. so there's no reason why you can't have one on the wall and one above the ceiling. Listen, one to greet me we, every morning. we give you card guys lots of leeway, but yeah, <laughs> not that. So yeah, my plan, my plan is actually, I, I texted my dad, I was like, I got an extra poster, you want one? that's what i did home. that's what i did with this this homeboy right here so my dad has one so yeah we'll have another nate joining us for every show so yeah we, yeah double the nate now every episode really excited about that what is he um, holding oh uh, it's a plate and then it has a uh, milk yogurt and cheese on it okay it's like a, it's like something to be in a school or something yeah i, I actually it's, it unlocked uh, a memory from like middle school i, I swear i've seen <laughs> one of these on the wall in school like when i was like eight and i looked at the date on it it's from 2006 so that would match up like yeah eat that's your because there was this huge campaign for eating dairy like when i was in school and i was like now everybody's like against it <laughs> so yeah it's so i I, fun, always, I have always been against it because i'm lactose intolerant but uh, that's 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 why they couldn't use you on the poster (laughs) they had to find another nate yeah (laughs) so i didn't mention one pickup in dallas so kind of just going back um a little adding a little extra to my to my uh vibe check i obviously was looking at a lot of f1 this weekend but i was like really determined to just enjoy like going you know just when you're walking the show and you're like i i like that i like that i like that so i got like i've been a big fan of um like i kind of got found out about the star wars 1996 finest set uh, which is i think the first set that they made that are like the chrome style cards for star wars um somebody had like packs of them on the table so i bought all the rest of the packs that he had opened them up had a good time doing that found a couple Nile davis cards in a random box that i looked through took them home with me they're like i, I definitely overpaid for them but i would never leave Nile davis behind even if even you know even if it's kind of pricey i'll either work the price down or be like nobody else will buy this thing you can me. just say paid and the over is automatically <laughs> implied. No, come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. I'm not shooting shots at DRC over here. But my favorite it's the same, pickup. It's, it's the same no, thing it's the as same DRC. Thing for, yeah, it's the same thing. I saw somebody graded a CSG of the DRC, and you're like, who did this? Who did this? But my favorite pickup of the weekend by far, and it's like, 
it's for my PC, but it's just a fantastic deal overall and stuff going on. It is the Earl Campbell PMG from 2012-2013 Fleer Retro, and it's a BGS-9, uh, which if which you know is... PMGs are very, very tough. So I, I had to negotiate two little kids for this. Really tough. They were kind of harassing me about the price. Um, but I did get it and I did find out that it is a pop one BGS and it is a pop one PSA. Both are nines, none higher. So just super neat, like so stoked to get that. Cause he doesn't have a 96 PMG. Uh, so just a, a really cool PC edition. Speaking of PMGs, have you seen what people are saying are the new PMGs? Yes, I have. Have you seen what <laughs> I have said are the new PMGs? Though, the, the, the real... <laughs> those that have not heard. Uh, the new PMGs, people are saying uh, totally certified cards. 2014, right? The specific is that? I think or, so. I think Which they're specifically saying. I that. love totally certified. I'm but not it's buying not. It. No. Yeah. It's so so. I think that like, and this is a great conversation. Let's let's transition into this. We didn't have this for those of you listening. We didn't have this on the list, but I, this is a fantastic topic for those of you that may not know uh, some of the stuff going on, like socially in the card world. I guess. Um, PMGs. So I think a lot of people get really caught up in like what makes a card so desirable. Uh, and somebody said it very accurately uh, on social media, and I'm going to try to quote them best I can. And I don't remember exactly who it was. It might've been Tyler that I saw say this, um, but you can't replicate what makes a card iconic in the sports card world. That's what makes it iconic. You can't try to look for the next PMG because the PMG set in itself is like, unreplicatable if that's even a word like same as exquisite like exquisite as a product is just such a fantastically made product obviously we have kind of these like you know national treasures or flawless or like some of these other high-end things but like pmgs as a as a whole will not be something that you can replicate without just duplicating it like they did in 1213 unless um, you're panini and make a super fractors into gold vinyls or yeah, yeah. But the gold vinyls are mostly out of five for right. the most part. So you're already yeah. kind of losing that rarity. They they do like I just got a uh, the Black optics finite. are yeah, yeah, the optic gold vinyls that were one of ones. I just got a Josh McCown of it. Um, it just reminds also, me when you'll see people post like the optic or the prism ones and say prism super fractor. Yeah, yeah. One of one right. or out of five. Now exactly. forgive me if I'm wrong. I, I saw the same quote that Tud did, uh or Tud saw. Um I think it was Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> Is that who said it? I think I so. saw it somewhere. Yeah, it, yeah, it was probably Gandhi. <laughs> that sounds like something Gandhi would be saying, honestly. But yeah, I, I just like what do you what are y'all's opinion? Because like I, I think that the uh, the general community and and I feel really bad in a way because I I can't remember also the person who originally posted and I remember seeing it in the moment and being like you know those are really cool cards I don't see it but I did look on eBay just to kind of see where they were because maybe he knew something I didn't and I was just curious um but I think that there's so many differences between PMGs that you're like to say it's the next PMG is like it's kind of so black and white to me besides the fact it's like they're on like a sil a, a silhouette background with uh, a, a bunch of cool color behind them. Oh, there's red and green and similar colors to PMGs and, you know, more. To me, there's no... What makes a PMG a PMG is one, like, they were so, so rare to hit. Two, they were... There's only 100, and it was dope that the first 10 of them were... Or 15, I think it was, uh, were green. So that 10. was just so unique. 
10. Okay. 10 yeah, I thought it, I thought it was 10. Cause I, I thought that there was one set in the nineties that it was 15. I thought maybe football it it was might've been. Cause the I thing, think I've seen like a, out of like 15th print is green still or something. The thing for me is PMGs. And we keep saying the same three letters over and over again for anybody that doesn't know uh, they're precious metal gems. They were an insert set. People are treating these totally certified base cards. Base cards, just numbered. Like an insert set, and they're not. Yeah. What's gonna be the what's gonna be the modern day jambalayas? Yeah, right. Kabooms <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know, like everybody, like someone will always compare something to it, um, regardless. And I and I think uh I think that there's just like too too much of a difference to me. And like you said, yeah, insert sets, like they're a lot harder to hit. Condition sensitive like products by like extremely condition sensitive. So that's what helps with the rarity as well with it, because like to find a call a, a, a copy that is so clean is difficult especially going back now as long as it's been out uh you're not going to see super clean copies andrew what are you kind of thinking on 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 this whole situation and it's kind of funny because with a couple of the breaks i've done i've done two cases of the 2014 totally certified football over the last few months Mm -hmm. and it was kind of funny at the time when we did that first one of it I was like, you know, the color of the the color and the parallels in these sets, it kind of reminds you of PMGs with the way it mm-hmm. fills the back of the card with the color. And mm-hmm. that's that's really kind of the only comparison is visually you can see, yeah, they they compare because you know, you have those bright like really deep reds, you right. have the blues, stuff like that, but yeah. as far as rarity, it's it's just a parallel. Like mm-hmm. it's you know, it's not even on the same level as, you know, the real PMGs which yeah, you, know, you, you look at even now, like the Marvel ones, those are going insane. Like, you can't even call <laughs> totally certified a poor man's PMG because they're so mm. up now. So, like, yeah, right. I think that, like, yeah. I think there needs to get this notion away from the hobby that something's going to be the next anything. Um, really, like in a, in a in a reality sense, because if something's going to be what I call a banger, it's going to be isolated event you know it's not going to fall, replicate the success of, of, a, of a predecessor um like i think pmgs are just like we will always just know them as pmgs you know that the the grail of and if they come back in some form in the future because of the popularity they're, they're getting now they will still be sought after i know that uh hockey with its release this year brought pmgs um back in uh, and then you know who knows what happens in the future there's a lot of potential there with marvel and stuff like that yes they are doing a um spider-man metal universe product mm-hmm. so that will have pmgs mm-hmm. uh they're also doing like that champion set or whatever yeah um, it's gonna have like jordan and stuff in it that'll probably have pmgs and jambalayas yeah but a so... lot of people also need to recognize too like there's this there's once something grows like this like pm People just don't really know in the hobby like when it when a ship has sailed. Like PMGs in the 90s. Obviously, that was like football and basketball. You had a bunch of stuff there. They missed a big lump of solid players in the 2000s. And then obviously some of them got in the uh, collegiate stuff from 2012 and 13, which is awesome. So there is a lot of potential to still like hit a lot of players that don't have PMGs. But like for Marvel, it's gonna be really weird because like pretty much every major hero or villain or, or anybody significant in the in the universe uh, of marvel pretty much has a pmg now or multiple 
several of them have multiple types of PMGs, I feel like. And, and that's why you see those yes. 2013 sets really yeah. have the the hype behind them because yes. the so first now whatever one. gets yeah, whatever gets made next, like I don't think you'll see that replicated success. They will still do well. Don't get me wrong, but I don't see them performing like we're seeing this kind of first wave of them. Obviously, we will see more of them produce, so that'll hurt their, their value. However, uh, anybody can correct me if I'm wrong. So far, the sets that they have done that have had PMGs from Marvel have been Spider-Man mm -hmm. and X-Men. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man and X-Men usually are not associated with guardians of the galaxy or captain america or some of these more mainstream uh heroes so mm -hmm. i think we'll see certain heroes do very very well i feel like there is quite i feel like because i there's obviously, some yeah there's but, a but lot those sets are focused it. around the x-men and spider-man does captain america not have a pmg yet because i thought i might have yeah i was about to say i feel he, like he, he does I'm but not sure just if like he's in that first set, like because I know it was specifically the Spider-Man Marvel, right. whatever they called it. But I know yeah. he does have one. So it'll just one. be really interesting to see because it's been kind of a little bit of time since we've really had some like, you know, especially on the sports front of having like I know hockey's having the PMGs um, that have come out. And like it'll be interesting to see, obviously, the licensing issue with uh with them getting the the pmgs but uh i'm really i'm really interested to see kind of the future of that but as for now i think like comparing anything that we have or have had in the past like 2014 certified to pmgs is just kind of one misleading in my opinion uh because i just think anybody that's that deep into the hobby that the person who i saw at least say that they're similar you kind of should know the difference between both like I, there's such a big rarity difference uh, between PMGs and 2014 certified. Now, obviously, it's certified out of tens and stuff. You could say like just really rare cards. Obviously, they're really eye appealing. They have a PMG look, but they're not the next PMGs. You know, you can't because that's just an isolated whole insert set that is just going to be kind of stand the test of time in the hobby and will kind of end up becoming just one of those few iconic sets that we can remember 30 years down the road. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, let's jump into kind of some NFL talk. Obviously, we had a lot of news break just today, even. Um, Andrew has quite a bit of, of feelings about one of these things that we're going to talk about. And Nate and Andrew both want to fight me uh, on my views <laughs> on the other situation. So this will be this will be a fun segment. Uh, Aaron Rodgers staying with Green Bay. Not a lot of people really saw that coming. Um, Andrew no, definitely didn't see no, that coming. No, I saw it. I, oh, did There you? was no way he was going to leave. So it's four all, years... Uh, Four more years, Andrew gets to sit in the in the NFC basement with the Bears uh, while Aaron Rodgers just tears them at, up. At the very least, at least he's there for the next four years, arguably slightly declining. But you guys already suck right now. So it's <laughs> it's not like he's taking over yeah. like when you guys are like playoff hopefuls or yeah, like yeah. something like that. See, here's yeah. what I – at first I was like, oh – He's just torturing us some more. But then I was like, looking on the bright side, when Fields has his come up, he can take Rodgers down on his way out of his career. Just that, That's even better than him, uh, the last game he played against us, telling the Bears fans that he owns them. So He's not yeah. wrong, though. I, really not. <laughs> which, which is what sucks. 
it's just Wait, like ugh. I I saw a poll today on social media and it said Aaron Rodgers was the most hated player in the NFL. Is he really though? I believe it. That was like based on like that's kind of poll crazy. I saw. It was Katie's, like Katie's father hates Aaron Rodgers, and I'm always <laughs> like, eh, he's not that bad. I kind of like her. I, I I sound like an old curmudgeon, but he needs to cut his hair. He just looks like a grease ball. <sighs> Yeah. Bro, I needed to cut I, my hair a week ago. Listen, I was a greaseball. I'm, I'm on that. I'm on. Agree with you. He me. just likes to make everything. Rogers likes to make everything about him. So when he saw that Russell Wilson got traded right after his tweet saying, "Yes, I'm coming back," he he it ruined his day. I think that's a Bears fan speaking more than just a, a person speaking yeah. in in general. In my opinion, <laughs> just a little. That's what it just sounds like. I, it sounds like some some. <laughs> it sounds like someone's a little sad that they're gonna have to deal with that for Wait, what, at least is, eight more games. Is he now the oldest quarterback? Well, uh, there's one more. Fitzpatrick's right? older than him. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I say. Fitz, Fitz. But, yeah. I mean, but yeah, now they're. I mean, getting up there. He's <laughs> that's a, that's he's a lot of money for a guy who hasn't won a Super Bowl in over a decade. Yeah. How much did he That's sign fair. for? When was the last time you guys won one? I was, I was going to say the same well, thing, but it's, alive, it's been a minute. But, you know. <laughs> and he's like, what are Super Bowls? I don't even know. This isn't about the Bears. <laughs> he's like, let's spin it on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers obviously going to stay in Green Bay. This obviously has a lot of implications, though, with like, you know, just kind of how things will fall going forward. Because I know a lot of people were assuming maybe he'd go to the Broncos uh, a lot of people were talking about some other teams that potentially could be picking him up. Um, now, obviously, him staying in Green Bay, that is say, off the table. He's What's not up, stupid enough to go to the AFC with all the quarterback yeah. firepower there is over there. Yeah, and I think, and I think that's a calculated move. Like, I think, I genuinely, I feel like he wanted to get out of there, but I think he understands that he's going to probably have to stay in the NFC to really be as competitive as he wants to be. Because uh, I think the NFC right now is just an easier ticket to a potential title game than it is the AFC, uh, especially with some of those emerging QBs. Can't get past San Francisco. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) uh, But yeah, so him staying in Green Bay will be really awesome. I I think that obviously Devontae Adams, I think, got the franchise tag today from what I saw. Um, So, you know, that'll be cool to pair up. Hopefully they get him another weapon. But, you know, just four more years. This is pretty much solidifying at least like four more years, regardless if he stays healthy and stays at his level that he's been playing at for four years. Um, This is just potentially like, he's kind of the last great quarterback from like the early to mid two thousands that started out and, and, and uh, had a great career. So obviously, you know, breeze and and Brady and everyone kind of fallen off. Brady could come back. There's still that minor, 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 minor chance. He, um, he might get bored and see how easy the NFC is, and just yeah, he may, he may, be, he may be like Rogers coming back. Fuck it, uh, I'm going in. But, you know, we'll, we'll clean this up. But so I'm interested to see just kind of like what happens. Maybe he can really solidify his legend uh, with the title. Uh, that's kind of a long road ahead for Packers. I feel like in the next four years. Um, but the big news I think a lot of people are talking about today, and we were talking about in the group chat today. Russell Wilson blockbuster trade going to the Broncos. Uh, for I didn't quite a, even know that. Yeah, Russell Wilson headed to the Broncos, now going to be in a division with uh, Derek Carr, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. So a really tough division for him. Uh, you got probably. a pirate. You got a wolf. You got – I don't have anything for Herbert, and now I need one for Wilson. We got a pirate and yeah. a wolf. Yeah, so a lot of competition for him. Uh, the 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 Seahawks getting a lot of draft compensation out of it. Uh, they got Noah Fant and they swapped quarterbacks. They're going to 
uh, now have Drew Locke, which uh, yeah, fire off those Drew Locke investments. (laughs) Don't forget, they also ate twenty six million in cap space, which is the second highest uh, instance of eating cap space after Carson Wentz's thirty three million that Philly ate. Golly, so yeah, so. A little bit of a setback on that, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting. What it kind of just want to get y'all's thoughts about what y'all are thinking about that transition because I think there are some really big implications in football just after that trade window. I think right away you think Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton stock goes up. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. Javante Williams, sneaky. KJ Hamler. Hamler like is the sneaky pick. Yeah, because he Thanks. was was he hurt last yeah. year? I think. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of, if you're just looking at cards, there are definitely some guys to look at. If, is you know. KJ Hamler, the new Tyler Lockett could be speaking of Tyler Lockett, they have kind of similar attributes. Like they, they kind of have somewhat of a similar like feel to, to them. Tyler Lockett, obviously better, but Tyler Lockett's on the block. Maybe he's going to Denver. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah, I think, that division's going to be really fun these next few years with obviously Herbert Mahomes yeah. Wilson even Derek Carr like he, he's not like elite but he's mm-hmm. he makes some fun games like some of those games mm-hmm. last year he he's yeah. clutch he's clutch he's a clutch he quarterback can be. so yeah he gives me like <sighs> pirate vibes the eyeliner well yeah the, the KB thinks he looks like a pirate with with, with the eyeliner no, but uh, he, he's uh, what's his face from home alone yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's like, I don't know what it is. The same guy I am was that Murph. Murph. <laughs> Murph yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think that there's like gonna be a lot of this is this this is something that should potentially scare Mahomes investors a little bit. Um in the car in the if we're gonna use card game implications, because obviously like the Chiefs now have a tougher road. Mahomes and Herbert investors really both. Um, because before you're really fighting kind of you two and like the Broncos and the Raiders are Raiders are ahead of the Broncos. I know the Broncos are pretty well-rounded. Uh, now I think the Broncos are going to probably obviously be at least definitely top three, in my opinion, potentially second, depending on how well Rus- Russell can put it together. Um, do you guys see Russell taking o- – like, is there any chance Russell Wilson takes over that division? Are they fighting for that wild-card spot for the next couple of years? What are you all thinking? So um, as somebody that has a bunch of Mahomes stuff, is that why you were trash talking Russell Wilson and saying he was like a <laughs> mid-tier quarterback? Okay, so listen, we were in the group chat <laughs> and this deal went down. The boys are talking about how I think Andrew was the one that was like the Seahawks made a bad, like that's a bad deal for Seattle or, or whatever. I don't think it's a bad deal for Seattle just because personally, like I like Russell Wilson. I think he's a decent quarterback and I think he's a good quarterback. I can vouch. He doesn't, he doesn't trash talk Russell Wilson. I yeah, think he is a good quarterback. I think we just see Chiefs fans on the defense here. No, so, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I don't even have my, he has my sweatshirt. So, the, what Tud said that sent Andrew and I off was. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't read the chat today. I'm sorry. That Russell wait, Wilson. We should get it word for word here. Overrated. Ooh, he is. And he said he would God, take. He said I, there were ten quarterbacks he would take over Russell Wilson. I, I, can, I said. I said for sure, like seven to eight. <laughs> yes, I so, said maybe ten. Okay, let's see what quarterbacks <laughs> Tud would take. Aaron Rodgers was on that list. Okay, over I would Russell take Aaron Rodgers every day. Aaron Rodgers is thirty-eight. Ooh. I don't give a shit if he's thirty-eight, bro. <laughs> he just signed a four-year contract. I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers will have as many good years left as 
Russell Wilson will have in his career. They are both on the same track, and Here he is go. way older. Uh, this I have is to the, go with Andrew on that one. That's bullshit. This Even is the I list. Have to. Let's hear the list because this it's is the list of quarterbacks that Tud would take over Russell Wilson. Josh Allen, easy, valid, valid, okay. valid. Yeah, I wouldn't call it easy, <laughs> but valid. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, valid, yeah. easy. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> no, easy. That's no. where I. That's where I. That's where I could not. Okay, <laughs> Russell Wilson has like I know you're like is your is your are you solely saying this based off playoff record, like no. play, like playoffs no. or just in general? So the the two time league MVP back to back and somebody who obviously sure has struggled in the playoffs the last couple of years, you're saying like no way you would take him over Russell Wilson because like I, he's I understand old. he's 38, I understand that, but Russell Wilson like. Do you think he's going to win anything in the next four years? Do you think he's going to do more than Aaron Rodgers can do in the next four years? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I don't think it's as easy of a yes as you guys are saying. That's why that's where I'm not agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. I can understand being like maybe, but to be like no way, I think that's wild to me. He has a I lot more has... in him. Listen, Rodgers can't extend plays like he used to with his feet. If he does. Yeah. He breaks his collarbone again. Well, I mean, fair, but still, like the guys won back to back MVPs, and I what mean, he's doing he what win? he can. He's also had Patrick's the luxury of playing six Patrick. games against the Bears, Lions, and Vikings a year. I mean, that's fair. I understand. I mean, Russ has been Russ's division. It hasn't always been good. Like early in his career, I think the a year or two before he joined the Seahawks, they won the division at seven and nine. Okay, mm-hmm. they were the NFC East back then, but like. The Niners have been in contention the last, like not contention, but like in playoff, they've been a playoff team the last few years. Yeah, the Rams, obviously, Super Bowl champs this past year. Speaking of the Rams, Cardinals well, can't forget the Cardinals. You can, you can, I, I know a <laughs> you can. Um, uh, Todd also said he would take Matt Stafford. I would take over Stafford. Russell Wilson. I'd take Stafford. He wins games. If you ask the Rams win. right now if they could have Russell Wilson instead of Stafford, what do you think they would do? Oh, that's a good question. That is a great question. That is a great I question. I think they'd take So I think the I think the overall Russ. the overall like the reason why I'm saying that he's overrated was exactly like you guys were saying that Seattle getting two first round picks two second round picks and what, like a, a third or a fourth or something like that. Right? I never picks. said and anything Noah... about trade compensation. I think Seattle did. did pretty well. That's Andrew a lot. For when the, I mean, the best player you're getting is Noah Fant. I know you get that draft capital. I know like, for a team. Like, I think what the, what Seattle is doing is they're saying this team, we cannot field a team that will compete with the 49ers and the Rams week in and week then out. Why don't you make the trade playoffs. last year when it's, because more. they thought they could probably. I don't know. Like they they probably thought like let's see how he does and he had kind of an off year. So they're like, well, let's cash out of this because obviously he didn't perform like we thought he was this year. He kind of had a rough year last year. Would you agree? Because of injuries. Did. I mean injuries, I understand, but I, I would just like to say, uh, just so the record has the other quarterbacks that Tud would take over Russell Wilson <laughs> yes, were I would just love to know. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, easy, easy and Dak Brescott. Okay. I think Dak Prescott is a solid quarterback. I really do. I think that the Cowboys Fun are fact, just cursed. He's my cousin. I okay. I love to give the Cowboys shit, but <laughs> no, I really personally is. think that Dak Prescott 
I think that he can uh, put a team together and do better Russell Wilson right now. I personally, I don't just know. Something I would like to give Russ credit for, and this is coming from somebody else within the NFC West uh, who hates Seattle. Yes, he had a down year because of injuries. 3,100 yards, 25 touchdowns, six interceptions, and a 103.1 rating. Man, yeah, I wish that could be a Bears quarterback's down year. And he was solid the two years before. <laughs> the two years before, under 10 interceptions. He had like, what, 4,000 yards both years, I believe. Of active NFL players, where does Russell Wilson rank career passer rating? Top five. Of, cur- of current or current. what was that? Well, now that a couple of pretty big are out, probably top three. Yeah, probably he's, second. He's four. You have okay. Mahomes, Rodgers. Deshaun the, Watson, which the guy you'll <laughs> say won't do shit. Aaron Rodgers in second because he's had how many years in yeah. the league, bro? But like, what was Brady doing at forty-two? I think Rod. Like, I know that we're gonna say, oh, it's Brady, but I think Rodgers can put four decent, at least yeah, three. Wasn't Rodgers has had a lot more Super injuries Bowl? than Brady? Prescott Prescott is a full three points lower than Wilson. Let's see. Matt Stafford is fourteenth. 91.1 career passer rating. Wilson is 101.8. Well, yeah, when you're throwing to Lions receivers half of your career, you're probably going to have a lot Megatron? of Megatron? You yeah, mean one of the besides, greatest receivers of all time? Besides Megatron, name another decent wide receiver for the Lions. Besides, Maybe like, Burleson. Like, Kenny, Kenny Burleson. Okay, Burleson. Kenny Galladay. All the tight ends that they've had. Okay, name, a t- name, name their best <laughs> tight end. TJ Hawkinson. For yeah, a couple yeah. Of yeah years, every team, in. every team has had has had tight ends, Nate. But I don't think any of them are. Re- I think that he, I think Matthew Stafford proved this year that he is a more than capable quarterback. Also, Josh Allen has a career passer rating of ninety one point zero. They're all better, I'm telling you. I mean, Russell. So the argument, I'm the the argument really started with. I think that the Seahawks got more than enough compensation for Russell Wilson, I, and and when you say that they didn't. See, but like I think that what they thought is like, okay, he had come off of a solid year. He had come off of two solid years, and so they were come like, off his whole solid career. Uh, he the <laughs> he was a little rocky for for a little bit there, but I think, and especially down the stretch, I think. But I think what's really important is they wanted to see how he was going to perform this year, and they and I don't know if they were necessarily sold on how good Matthew Stafford could be for that Lions team. Obviously, they saw how it's going. They see they're behind the 49ers. They see they're behind the Rams. They realize we can't compete with this shit. Let's cash out on what we can get for him, and let's rebuild this so that when Matthew Stafford is coming out, they're not going to be able to sustain that Rams, that full Rams team because they have a lot of big contracts they're going to have to worry about. The 49ers is like a couple of years from falling apart, I feel like, because they have a bunch of old players, and they do have some good talent, but they really need to find a, a, a quarterback, and I'm not sure if Trey Lance will be that answer. or Nobody does, really. They have potential four years from now to be good. Right now, don't think that the the Seahawks would could compete with Wilson. So to get two firsts, two seconds, I forget if it was like a fourth or a fifth or whatever, Noah Fant, who can at least play tight end and potentially be with the team for five, six years when they do have it together. And, you know, just I think just literally getting the quarterback is they're going to probably bring a veteran to compete. They may end up signing somebody or, or something like that on a on a cheaper basis or, or whatever they may do. I don't think that week one they are going to have Drew Locke as their starting quarterback personally. I think that getting that for Russell Wilson, perfectly fine trade. Nobody should I, feel like the Seahawks got fleeced. 
you still call them overrated. Also, one, <laughs> one more thing that I will point out. Uh, Russell Wilson's career worst passer rating was 92.6. Interesting. Stafford's career passer rating is 91.1. Interesting. So we're saying Stafford's better. <laughs> I would take Stafford over over Wilson. The next, if we're talking next four years, I'm taking uh, Stafford over Wilson personally. It's the and same thing not with Rodgers. Stafford has been in the league three years longer. I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't. I, I care about results. And I think that Wilson is going to one. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, you care no. about results, and you're going to throw pastor rating back at me. No, I understand. No, 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 no. You uh, said we couldn't really use Aaron Rodgers' playoff results. Uh, against because him. because the team that is I are you gonna sit in okay do you think that Aaron Rodgers is responsible for the losses in a majority of the playoff games that he is that they have been eliminated in or do you think that the team either allows a lot of points or you know just like I mean they only game? allowed what seven points that last game I can understand the last game fair I can understand personally that. I think Aaron Rodgers doesn't take as many risks as other quarterbacks or as many as he should because he wants to protect his own numbers. Interesting. Sometimes you have to take risks to win those games. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, because I guess none of us none of, none of us know the answer to that. I, I will say his playoff success is very lackluster. I do think Russell Wilson only has like two in the last five or six years, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So I think that there's, I mean, Rogers, I think is expected more of, but at the same time, I think if you're giving me a quarterback to spend my next four years with, I don't think many teams in the league, unless they have a very solid quarterback will pick any, will, will not pick Rogers personally, but people just expect more of Rogers because he's in the playoffs every year. Those two years when they didn't make the playoffs and McCarthy was fired and everything, the world was ending for the Packers. <laughs> yeah. Like and, that's and the because... same thing with Russ is like they haven't been winning these last couple of years. Like they were yeah. in the playoffs every year, his first however many years, and then they have a couple of rough years and everyone. And I think a lot of people elite. like I think a, and I don't really know the correlation, but I know a lot of people equate it to uh like how much is the quarterback getting paid? And if they're if you have a, a franchise quarterback and they're getting a large sum of, of that cap space, how can you field such a good team? Like you're gonna struggle in areas. A lot of people are pointing out a lot of people are pointing out the Mahomes situation uh, potentially here. At least in the next few years, I think it'll kind of the contract will grow in it into itself as uh, as we expand. You know, salary caps grow, and his contract's going to look a lot better long term. I think next couple years we'll see a little bit of an issue, um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. But regardless, interesting conversation. At the end of the day, obviously, I, I did call I did call uh, Russell Wilson overrated. So and kind of feel that he is and in terms of the mahomes contract maybe taking too much money um just take it from a cardinals fan if tyron matthew is asked to take a pay cut he's not going to and he's going to leave your team i i've actually heard that he wants to i'm pretty sure that he has actually discussed that he does he is willing to stay with the chiefs Obviously, I, I, like I wish it, he would have done yeah. that in Arizona. Wait, I think he just has more who? faith in the in the Chiefs in the playoffs than he did in Arizona. If I'm being honest with that's, you, Dave. that's fair. <laughs> Tyron Matthew, the safety for the Chiefs, the Honey Badger. Oh, Honey yeah. Badger. Yeah. So we'll see. I what know happens. them by their animals. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, which at least he has a nickname that is an animal, yes. so that it's a little bit easier. You don't look as crazy calling Everyone him. Everyone is an animal. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, good conversation about. Oh, let's talk in. I know we talked a lot about the 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 uh, Russell Wilson debacle. Let's jump away from that. Uh, Nate, I feel like you want to rant a little bit, and we can. I know we've already been ranting for about fifteen minutes. Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Uh, just somebody that a lot of people in the hobby really like long-term as like a wide receiver. I love Calvin Ridley as, as a player. I think he's a solid, like has a lot of Julio Jones in him, like seeing him in that Falcons uni did a lot of crazy shit in that uniform gambling situation out for a whole year for at, what, minimum. Uh, at minimum for a five day gambling spree. He went on in like December from what I saw. Um, was it legal gambling before we dive into this? So yes. it was legal gambling. Well, Technically, How, in his contract, like, no. In the contract, no. Like, the gambling it was, was through legal. a legal platform. Yes. Yeah, the platform he used was was legal. In a different state. Illegal is, oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. He, so he had took, stepped away from the team for a while for mental reason, for mental health reasons, and had been away for a while, I feel like, because he left like pretty early in the year, like week two or three. This was in December, I think, the, the incidents happened. Um. And so he was betting. I heard that like he had bet on the Falcons for a couple games and stuff, but he had no association with the team. He had been away for a while. Maybe he had bet on some other stuff. I don't know the full details. Um, but just that five day stint, a year at least suspension. Uh, and I know that when we look at some of these other past incidents of other people getting suspended for much more uh, egregious things, heinous, heinous acts. Mm they're getting, you know, three and four games. Um, so Nate, I'm going to pass it over to you and let you do what you want to do. And then me and Andy will, will help. Cause I know you're probably about to come uncorked over there, but let's hear it. Here's the thing. Um, <laughs> and you, and, yeah, and microphone the, warning for these people. No, I'm just kidding. So one of the first things that I saw about this was a lot of people called him a liar because of the mental health stuff. No, it, it in no way, shape or form. Do I believe he stepped away claimed mental health just so he could gamble yeah that, that would Why? make no sense whatsoever he he gambled while he was away for a mental health break clearly he's not at his best mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily excuse a poor decision uh that he would have known better but also just look at the nfl mm -hmm. it's another example oh we can't have these hard hits anymore but we're going to advertise the NFL with all these hard hits. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when was the last time you saw a commercial break during an NFL game that did not have anywhere from one to three gambling ads in it? That's, and you're exactly right. No, I mean, isn't, isn't there like, aren't they having a, they're, the, they're, the official sports? Yeah, they're like the NFL. Yeah, they're like sponsored. So it's just the NFL. another two faced example of the NFL. And also, he, Bet on the Falcons to win. Yeah. And he was not with the team or anything. He like was not with can. the team, not yeah. associated. It was also part of a larger parlay from what I have read. Yeah. So it's just an absolutely egregious over uh, reaction. I, I understand it's in his contract, whatever. People are also likening it to Pete Rose. Uh, no, Pete Rose bet yeah. on games that he was managing and yeah. had a hand in. Yeah, I, I think that that's ridiculous that some people have, have attributed it to Rose. While I uh, while I will stand by the fact that I think Rose gets blackballed by MLB quite a bit, these situations are very black and white as far as 
massive differences in circumstances. Real quick before I pass it off to Andrew. So the two things with Pete Rose that I always bring up. One, he agreed to the deal yeah. saying he could knock it in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Just stop. He will get in <laughs> after he's dead. Everybody knows that. The other thing is, okay, they let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. What's his shtick going to be? He, he has no platform or anything really to lean on. Yeah. Like the only thing you gain from that is like inscriptions to say like, oh, they finally let me in. <laughs> but these two things yeah. are not the same. Yeah, they are. No, not even close. And just if anybody wants to attack Calvin Ridley for taking mental health breaks and thinking that this is directly connected and that's why he was away from the team. I'm going to stop before I say some bad words. <laughs> Andrew, what do you think? And that, that kind of leads into my, I have two points here is one, why would he falsely take a mental health break to go yeah. gamble $1,500 and walk away from millions in his NFL contract? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the other thing is people, I, I don't understand people who are saying, Oh, he should be banned for life. Get him yeah. out of the league. There's no place for this. While, uh, NFL players and their contracts have performance bonuses, which is essentially, you're like, hey, I need five more receptions. Let yeah. me just, obviously, it's not the same thing as betting on scores, but you're yeah. you're influencing the game, influencing kind of, a, to, like to a game, game for yourself. Yeah, like you'll All see right, coaches yeah. put players in to get those bonuses in week, and 17, you'll also 18. allegedly see coaches hold players out from getting those bonuses. That was one of the theories surrounding uh, Antonio Brown. Or you'll see coaches paying players for taking out quarterbacks, uh, which we've seen in the past from a couple of teams. So I mean, there's just a lot of there's a lot of stuff like and that goes as on. Punishment for paying players to take out quarterbacks, uh, you have to step away from the game for a while, and then eventually. Uh, your final punishment yeah. is Kevin James gets to play you in a movie. Yeah, right. A happy movie <laughs> yeah, a happy about your, movie. Yeah. your NFL vacation. <laughs> yeah, but the NFL, I think, is... Ultimately, yeah. they did this because they had to uphold their standards. Mm -hmm. They have those? Yeah. I just, I just think that it's such a... I think it's such a... a I, I just don't see when you look at the optics from an outside perspective as somebody has, like assaulted their wife and gets mm, four gets games to play yeah and then they come back and you have and somebody on there were players camera. Who were yeah. on camera like yeah, yeah. exactly and so, players have also gotten suspensions lessened on that stuff wasn't yeah. it i forget who it was but it went down from like 10 to four games but like i feel like D i think it was greg hardy or something duis yeah. and like assault or zeke maybe play. i think zeke got, a, zeke. A, zeke got a hefty thing for he was he had like something about like assaulting somebody at like a outside of a club mm -hmm. venue or something um i think he got like he was supposed to serve like half a season and then they got it down to like four or something um but yeah just just some crazy situation stuff that we wanted to talk about i know that we spent most of this podcast kind of talking about some nfl shakeups um so we're going to jump into cards now just because time i want to get to all the things we have to talk about fanatics today announcing uh their first card product that they're going to release a lot of us have been kind of anxiously awaiting what what uh what fanatics was going to jump into uh with the card game a little bit not something we were expecting actually kind of jumping in uh it's going to be the gary v v friends nft style they're going to do the cards i don't know if Gary's putting signatures into the product, or I think he is, like I, I would imagine he would be with how in, in tune he is with the hobby. Um, 
kind of showing that Fanatics is going to go with this non-sports theme. And, and I think right now, just because of maybe some licensing things, uh, obviously they're getting those licensing, the licensing in 2026. Um, so maybe they're playing off of like what they can right now to make cards to at least get some money. Um, probably start paying off some of the stuff that they paid to get these licensing and stuff. So Gary V is going to be the first thing they're introducing with the V friends. I'm not sure how many people are too in tune with what V friends are. Um, it sounds they like a out. children's toy. So that's pretty much exactly what it is. It's children's drawings pretty much, which is what it looks like. It's Gary V's drawings that he made and they are kind of revolved around almost children themes. Uh, they're most all of the drawn in like crayon. Yeah. Um, so Isn't he like an adult dude. Yeah. So these were made as, nfts to start uh some of them did very well um at auction or you know at auction or, or on the market on on the blockchain um so now obviously a lot of people the hype around it gary v being invested in cards pretty heavily uh coming back into the space it seemed like he was last week getting back into the card game a little bit he made a couple of tweets talking about some sports cards getting away from the nfts and now this week we see that he's actually jumping in with fanatics kind of what are y'all's what are y'all thinking on this? I mean, this is this is something that is very not expected. I think a lot of people expected Fanatics to jump in with a sports drop. We're seeing some non-sports stuff. Nate, what do you got? Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go on another full, full rant, but it is just, we have come full circle. Yeah. We, we have made cards mm -hmm. into NFTs. Now we have NFTs that are being made into cards. Yeah. How long before we get nfts of the cards based off of nfts how long just, until we have nfts of the cards being broken in a product as nfts oh wait oh wait, wait. it didn't work out so well yeah and and like andrew do you do you know anything about v friends like is this i know the you... original gist of the NFTs was a lot of them came alongside some type of experience or perk. Okay. Like a one hour lunch with Gary V or a right. three hour video call, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of those NFTs got a lot of interest. And then of course you had the smaller ones that were just like, whatever they're just, they're just an NFT. But yeah. I just thought it was strange because those were specifically made as a non card option. Mm-hmm. For I him think to that, put stuff out, but now they're being made into physical cards. Right, absolutely. Which also, from the what we've seen, they don't look like they're, I don't know, we haven't seen them like, actually printed or whatever, but they don't look to be that great in terms of design right. and quality. But What I saw, and, and this is me throwing it back to Instagram and, and seeing someone's comment on stories, and someone said it very well. They said this product is going to be great for someone who enjoys having these cards for 15 seconds before they just dump them somewhere. Someone that enjoys to have their cards just very briefly and then move on from them. It's going to be a product because this is kind of a product that I think a lot of people like. I, regardless of your feelings on Gary V, regardless of your feelings on NFTs, do you think that there is a genuinely big market? Because like, I get like Fanatics is putting this together, so I don't know how small it's going to be really. It could be like a really short printed catered set type of thing. Do you think that there's really a market for people that are going to want to collect this outside of like genuinely collect this outside of just picking it up and saying, oh, I love Gary Vee. And then they just dump it off when it's got value to it or like. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to see that value, but there's always markets that grow in cards where like, okay, somebody's, there's a market for this. 
This oh. is a product <clears throat> by and for hype beasts. Yeah, that's kind of exactly Flat what I'm saying. Out. And how many of the hype beast things have we seen fall by the wayside at this point? Right. Yeah, quite a few. Quite a few. Invest, Pretty much all of them. <laughs> invest in ball ball. Yeah, right. Invested in certified PMGs. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be interesting to see, but this is kind of just something that like I don't think a lot of us were expecting fanatics to jump on board with a non-sports card product and it uh be catered with like you know Gary V through and through. Looks like there might be autographs in there. I don't know if it would include like actual like I'm sure that all the V friends are like printed onto the card. I don't think any of them are going to actually be like hand done by him. Maybe there it'll be might be some that would be cards. that would be kind of cool if he actually put some like sketch stuff into there. Like I could see that being kind of neat because like if the NFT is so expensive, I feel like that would be kind of just a cool little a cool that, little that, thing to that's add. Still like okay, I found this really cool looking piece of corn but it's still <laughs> in a piece of poop <laughs> i thought we were going what an out there example <laughs> yeah i was about to say <laughs> does it track i mean it kind of does i get it you lost me for a split second there and i thought we you were gonna go with the whole corn meme of uh of <laughs> what's that corn meme y'all do for, for <laughs> the uh fake brady patch that y'all are doing oh I don't know if you're involved in all that, but, um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I'd like to see what Fnatic's second release is. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to see if this is like a one-off thing or if this is going to be what tracks for a little bit with them where they're kind of trying to, and I am totally like, regardless of the situation, I am totally all for a company bringing new ideas to the table in the sports card market. Cause I think doing the same shit over and over again is what gets us kind of where we are in some, in some form of the hobby. Um, where you know Prism is mass produced and everything's mass produced, you got these chronicle products that no one's really asking for in full form, like Flux. I don't know how many people were really yeah. looking forward to Flux as a full standalone release this year. Um, solid product, though. Solid product, but you know, like is is a is everybody lining up to really get yeah. Flux stuff like you know? Recon got its own. Yeah, product. like Recon again, like, you know, solid, and the market is reflecting that. Like <clears throat> boxes for both of those are in the two hundred something dollar range. Yeah, that's relatively inexpensive for a basketball hobby box, right? But people are still actually enjoying it. They yeah. did make enough of a twist mm -hmm. to where, like, the recon cards from Chronicles were like super thin paper stock, mm -hmm. but the actual product they're on like 60 point stock. That's cool. I didn't know that it was 60 point stock, I thought it was and the same. That not to sidetrack here, but that kind of brings us to like, would the hobby be better off if you know you know how you see people are like, why do you need all these products? Let's just have like ten football products here. Would we actually? Would it be better? Would it actually I don't be think better? it would. No, I don't think like it would. I think people would get more of these same old. You know, we have mm -hmm. Prism, Optic, Select, you yeah. know, contenders. I I think though, if you're going to be bringing in as many new sets as you are. Other ones need to be phased out. Yeah. I, I, I have I have no problem with the amount. Like, I don't necessarily have a problem with the amount of sets that are out. I have a problem with Prism having four different variations to it. And I have a problem with Contenders having three different variations to it. And I have a problem with, like, some of these products that, like, in 2013, we were like, Contenders is out. Hell yeah, let's go buy a box. And you didn't have to worry about if Optic Contenders was going to be out two weeks later. Or Prism was going to have a... a 
uh, what do they call it? The di- choice, the, uh, choice, the no huddle, choice, fast break. no huddle, and now pr- prism black the, in Chronicles. Yeah. yeah so it's like, we, I, I'm okay just, with that because yeah. it's in Chronicles. And it's kind of like a prism update. I think I think anything in Chronicles I'm fine with because Chronicles is literally just their testing ground for potentially future standalone items, as we've seen in Recon and Flux, etc. Go ahead. Something Nate. that is in Chronicles football that needs to return as its own standalone, but Panini's I think I like, know what you're gonna say. No. Crown Royal. That's yep. Crown Yeah. And I was right. that kind of goes Crown with awesome. we've had stuff phased out like Crown Royal. It is an iconic Unpar- unparalleled. Uh mm. Vertex was really nice. Whatever the Unpa- capstone unparalleled I can I just I just liked unparalleled because of the the name like the weird rookies you could get. Oh I, I thought I love that too but like dope, Crown yeah. Royal is an iconic right. established set and they were just like I will toss it into Chronicles with regular base Panini and playbook cards. <clears throat> I'm curious to hear, Katie. I want to jump you into the conversation real quick. Yeah. What is your favorite product that you have like seen? And can you name it if if you do know exactly what you're talking about? Because you've gotten a lot of different stuff. I feel like you've gotten a lot of different flavors of card to kind of maybe feel what your favorite stuff is. Tops triple play baseball. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Flawless, the one with the gems in it. Yes, that's the one I like. She's got expensive tastes. That's why we don't <laughs> like flawless. <laughs> she says, "Buy me a box of that," and I will not. Those are maybe the empty briefcase. Yeah, yeah, they're just really like clean. Clean, yeah. I love the sleek white background and and like how you know it's. it's and then really in Fuego, I don't know if that's an actual set, but that's uh, select. Yeah, select. It's a it's an insert set for select twenty thirteen, which I don't Fire. know if they. They have done it in other years. They have done it. Yeah, I figured they had. They reminded me of one more product that I wish wasn't phased out. That's black gold. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a pretty neat product, but but they had a lot of issues with, like, just it being messed up. Like, a bunch of, like, surface issues and stuff like that. Replace gold standard with black gold. There you go. Because gold standard is dope, but they have so many sticker autos in that set, I feel like. Like you get so many awesome names. Like I, I like I've kind of there's a gold standard Justin Tucker that looks really cool sticker auto, and I'm like it would look dope if it was on card. And I just don't like sticker autos 99 percent of the time unless I can help it. Um, but yeah, we'll jump into the next thing. So yeah, just interesting to see the stuff out of Fanatics with that. Um, we'll see what the second release is. Maybe V Friends comes out, and maybe it's cool. You know, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's gonna be super limited. I don't think it's going to cater to most people that are picking stuff up, especially in the card game. Um, but maybe their maybe their strategy will be to kind of cater to the people that maybe aren't in the sports card market while they can, since they're kind of tied up a lot with uh, with what they can do in the sports card market. So get we'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that. I do want to revisit the eBay authentication program uh, just briefly because I think we meant to last week, a lot, last couple of weeks because they brought it down to five hundred. Um, it was 750 the last time we talked. And now we have a little bit of data and, and, and people's experiences. I don't think any of us have utilized the service yet. Um, I'm not rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we've, we've heard some experiences of some people having. So just kind of wanted to give everyone a follow-up that maybe hasn't done their own due diligence on kind of how eBay authentication program. So if you don't know what it is, CSG, ha- uh, eBay has... Uh, I guess is working with CSG to authenticate items over $500 now um, on eBay. So if you sell something on eBay for $500 or buy something on eBay for $500, it will go to wherever it is in uh, the CSG headquarters, I guess. And then it will be sent off to you 
and which will probably take another week process. That's kind of what we're seeing uh, in the grand scheme of things. People are saying they are, it is obviously taking longer to get their cards, sometimes as much as two and a half weeks, sometimes as much as maybe three, depending on how much backlog they have. Um, and condition wise, I've heard some people complaining about how the card is arriving kind of not really well settled in the top loader half out of the penny sleeve probably well, it's not even in a top scratching. loader it's in a card saver. or in the in the card savers what i meant yeah um which i have been really paranoid about that lately about not sending stuff in in card savers myself i put them i take them when i ship i, I put everything in in top loaders because i like to keep nicer stuff in, in card savers because they fit nice and like how i store my stuff um but yeah so i have you guys heard a lot of like you know stories about kind of some horror stories some people have had some issues i will say i have seen one of like the the packaging for those in person now like i i get to see it physically uh mm -hmm. like the little blue magnetic book that they come in right it reminds me of like uh i can't remember maybe like a checkbook type material right or not oh, like, like check but like at a restaurant like the the book thing. yeah yeah right like, uh, like, like a pleather yeah. yeah but the thing i don't like about them is you've seen them in the pictures, those like elastic bands that hold the card in. Right. They're yeah. really not sturdy. Like right. they don't really hold it in that good. So that, and plus the whole thing seems like a, it seems like a waste of money that they made these like mm -hmm. nice books mm -hmm. to like put them in when they don't, they're not really that great for the cards. Right. So that's crazy. But yeah, I, I haven't experienced it as far as buying or selling yet. So yeah, I haven't either. Uh, the only thing I will say on the matter is, yes, they lowered it to $500 from $750. So we told you. Yeah, yeah. And we and, and we <laughs> have said that they are probably going to go lower. 250 well. coming next. Right? I think that they will get as low. I don't think they'll go lower than 250 They could. They, maybe I mean, that's what, that's what the shoe one is at. Yeah, so. so maybe they do. Like, I have a feeling for sure they'll get to 250 but it, it, it'll just show their greed if they want to get lower than that, really. Because uh, then they're going to have their hand in a lot. And we're going to see a lot of people want to stray away from eBay because you are going to... Mahomes is moving because my cat is next to me. It's not haunted. Um, I actually... I don't know if we talked about this last time. I saw a post where someone had bought... <laughs> someone had bought... I think it was a Trey Lance auto from Rookies and Stars or something like that. And... <laughs> <laughs> got the, got the cat interruptions here. If you're watching, she looks. I should have. I should have. I should have brought mine in here. Looks so mad. But, she is not happy. Sorry, but somebody Andy. somebody bought a Trey Lance auto, so brand new yeah. product. They they bought it on eBay, but mm -hmm. they got a notification saying, "Well, it came back as not authentic, so we're right. sending it back to the seller." Right, and you're, it's like who who's gonna fake a Trey Lance from a product that came out like this week? Right. So I don't know. There might be some issues now popping up like that on that yeah. end, where you know people are trying to buy cards they want. And, Sorry, is uh... <laughs> for stalking? <laughs> yeah, I and I saw somebody uh, somebody had an issue with the Mahomes because they sold it with. So I will say that like they were trying to sell a Mahomes one on one. It had a dent on the back. Uh, and they caught it and sent it back uh, before, which is good. Like, you know, I, I feel like because it wasn't denoted on the listing and things like that. So it's interesting to see kind of what what will happen long term. Um, but in the short term, I feel like the packing needs to get figured out, especially if you're going to deal in $500 plus cards. You need to have that shit figured out. 
um, because every single card, like, because then who is it on? I've heard a lot of people saying, like, what is if somebody messes with the card in uh, at CSG, who's at fault? You know, is CSG going to pay for it? Because if it and, it and if it arrives messed up to the person because you like if it gets scratched up because you don't secure it in the package, is that CSG's fault or is that going to be on the buyer? Like what happens? So I think there's a lot of liability questions. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens probably in the next four months because I think we'll see like a lot more of this situation happen. Um, and and obviously I feel like we'll hear more of the bad than the good because I think like that's just how pretty much everything works as you hear all the negatives more than the positives. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens with all that, and we'll keep you all updated. The last thing that we have on the agenda today is Katie has her corner again, and she is back Yay. with uh, – she got the she got the dog and the cat with the <laughs> beer mugs behind her uh, yeah. on the wall, you can see. Um, so she's got her question of the day. What do you got for us, Katie? Okay, I know it. Just give me one second. Ted, what is it? Oh, 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 oh okay. <laughs> I know it. How – has the hobby changed since you've gotten in it? I think it's how have you like evolved? I think it's what you were <laughs> wanting to do. Yeah. How, sorry, I'll cut this. How One, have we oh, grown? Four. Okay, how <laughs> have you grown since you started in the hobby? Who wants to go first? When you when you guys want to take it? Let's go. Uh, I'll start off by saying yes. horizontally for sure. <laughs> um, but outside of that, just being more patient, um, not necessarily going after something that's more immediate mm -hmm. just because what I really want isn't available at the moment. Yeah. Um, so right. just having that um, financial, fiscal, whatever patience. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have had many, many a PC die along the way just because mm -hmm. DRC cards weren't popping up. So I wanted something to do in the meantime. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Now that's that's actually really really good like advice for anybody jumping in as as well. Andrew, what do you got? I would say just the, all the knowledge that you gain as you knowledge. go. Knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> uh, just because when I started, I obviously I didn't know much about it. I just mm. idiot hard. <laughs> I want bears. I want I want bears ones. That's all I knew. But yeah, there's your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andrew's, Andrew's we, we gotta we gotta turn that into a well. It already is a regular thing. Just uh, some some bears hate on the on the episode every week. <laughs> but, uh, just just wait till they're good. Then you then then you have to find a creative way to to. We'll just hate on them. we'll just constantly bring up that you could have had Mahomes, but you picked Mitchell Trubisky instead. <laughs> yeah, we say we'll wait until they're good, but like, how am I supposed to report a report a podcast after I'm already dead? Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait till next week. Trubisky's gonna be signing a contract. We're gonna be yeah. talking about free agency next week. But, Ooh. but yeah, just all the knowledge, all the experiences, and then I would say I had one other thing slipped my mind. Um, oh, just being able to turn it into a career. Really, I mean, having a full time right. job in cards—that's yeah, that's awesome. Huge. It is huge. And I think it's crazy, like, yeah, like, kind of what, what you said about, you know, we, we all jump into this hobby kind of just head first. We don't really know too much about it. And then just growth over time of, of knowledge. And it's such a, in, like, I kind of forget, really, when I, like, talk with people, because we, we interact socially online 
probably like most of the people that are pretty heavy in the card game or heavy in like in in cards in general probably interact like 75 80 percent with card people 20 percent like everybody else in the real world like it's very at least i feel like in my perspective i may some people may be like wow that that is not me but like i feel like if you have a job in cards or anything like that you deal mostly with people in the card business so you're not used to people not understanding what you're talking about and not understanding some of this stuff so like i'll go to dallas um like when i was in dallas i was like talking to people and like f1 is uh kind of a, a up and coming thing that we've been talking about and people know me for getting into up and coming and people are talking <laughs> they making fun of me it's um, up and coming in the biz in the biz uh but the, a lot of people like know me as you know get, I, I run an f1 group now on, on twitter and, and stuff so people genuinely like will ask me questions about stuff and i have to kind of break it down for them so it's really cool to like some of us i feel like have all had those experience of, of teaching like nate uh was ta talking to andrew about the pokemon stuff when andrew had some questions because nate has that experience and, and you know like just teaching people about stuff like that i think that's crazy when you look back where we all started and now like some of us could be viewed at as almost like experts in this field of like the card game in our own rights like nate with pokemon and andrew with football and me like growing into f1 and, and some of the stuff that i know and is... katie with player animal and, names yeah katie yes. katie with travis kelsey for sure she knows let, like everything know. about travis kelsey I can uh, I can look at a player and Katie's actually doing really well with F1. She like she's kind of locked in on she knows a lot about it. Well, I um, like it because there's awesome. only like 20, so I know all of them. Yeah, she's I like, don't I, know I a full football roster. We we know Andrew and I suck. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it's like I don't know, there's a lot of like champagne involved, so I like that too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what we're going to start doing is if LeClaire or Sainz wins, we're going to pop the champagne in the house, too. And There's also milk sometimes, so that's probably why I stay away. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that knowledge is like such an awesome part of the hobby, like growing. I, I think when I started, I, I knew about cards and I wanted to get into it. But like, obviously, like my first trade, I kind of got fleeced on uh definitely probably gave up you know i bought a lot of smaller i got a lot of smaller stuff for like a bigger piece which typically is not something unless you're really collecting the smaller stuff you want to do um so like just like that growth like over time everything that you do in the in the hobby is, is a stepping stone towards where you'll be five years from now which is super awesome um and i think a lot of us have gotten to a point where it's like we're really comfortable with with where we are as far as like you know we're always learning something new but we have our niches that we really know and, and, and can teach people about and, and not only teach others about, but like we can learn ourselves in some of these other fields. Like I didn't know a lot about F1 until like six months ago. And, you know, I've been learning a lot from my friend about Pokemon stuff as well. And, and Nate has taught me some about Pokemon just by watching his feed and, and trying to get in tune and doing my research. So it's just really cool. Like I think that growth, if you're going to do something in cards and you're really heavily invested in cards, taking that knowledge and like reaching out to people. I've been really uh, uh, fortunate to have a lot of people that have accepted like me asking them for help uh, on a lot of situations. And now kind of, I've noticed lately, I've had several people reaching out to me. Uh, and, and I feel like through this podcast, a lot of people reference, like they'll reach out to me about a lot of little situations that they have uh, and a lot of things like that, which is just really awesome. And, and I appreciate those of you that, that do listen that have come to me. Um, and those of you that go to Andrew and Nate as well, like if you guys ever need help, like we always say, reach out to us. If you watch the video, you see our Instagram tags uh, or just reach out to me on, on Instagram. And if you're like, I need Pokemon advice, I will take you to Nate. Trust me. If you need solid mid 2000s or just 
who's apparently a top eight quarterback? I don't know the answer. Ask Andrew because Andrew knows it better than I do. Apparently, is what I'm finding out. Um, but that's kind of just my experience with with how I've evolved. Is just knowledge is knowledge is king in the hobby. And another thing is, it seems like this is a hobby where you can kind of always come back to it. Like I've had other hobbies where I've lost and gained interest over time, and some of them just get phased out entirely. But I think right. just the connection with cards to other things like sports or Pokemon <clears throat> or anime or non-sports stuff, like you, that connection kind of always keeps you either in the loop or just interested, even if you step away for a while and just come back and refresh. And there's always something new to look at and go after. So, Right. Nate, anything else that you'd, lo- you'd like to add? Nah, Fresh out. I got it all. Awesome. Yeah, well... I think that we are all out of topics to talk about today. And I'm, I've always noticed we were really consistent on our out time, pretty much on all these episodes. We feel it like perfectly. Oh, out time. He's, he's talking director. Oh, talking to director. Tut's coming out. We get, we got it. We got to get out of here. Fade to black. Fade to black. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and watching. We've obviously, what is this episode 12 now? So we just keep rocking. I'm so stoked to go on to episode 13 and beyond. But thank you guys for watching. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. If you have uh, been listening to us on Spotify, make sure you check us out on YouTube, the Card Life Podcast. You can search us there. Uh, Or if you're watching on YouTube and you're just driving around in your car, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're on there as well. Thank you guys. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.